Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new week and a new edition of Houston Sports Weekly, our weekly sports podcast on KPRC 2 Plus and click2houston.com. I'm KPRC 2 Sports Director Randy McAvoy. Great to have you with us again. If you're watching, you can see me. If well, Otherwise, maybe perhaps you're driving. Well, you're listening to me right now. We appreciate you checking in here on our podcast this week. We've got a really cool one laid out uh, today now as we inch closer to a new uh, NFL season for the Houston Texans. They begin the D'Amico Ryans era. And I had the chance this past week to sit down with uh, owner, CEO, and chairman Cal McNair and vice president of the Texans Foundation, Hannah McNair, about all things Texans as we get ready for this new season. Here's some of that conversation. All right, so we've reached game week. It's been a, a long off season, busy off season, on and off the field, getting ready for the new year. What, what's the feeling like right now from where y'all are sitting, knowing the opener's coming up on Sunday? Finally. <laughs> Finally, yeah, we've been working hard the whole off season, like every off season, but we felt this one went really particularly well. And uh, we're excited to see the guys on the field. Excited to go up, and uh, it's going to be a quality, quality opponent in a really uh, fun atmosphere to go up and play. So uh, we can't wait. We're excited. Cal said last night we were sitting there, no TVs on or anything, just sitting. And Cal said, well, this time next week we'll know what we have. <laughs> and I think that's true, right? You're, everybody's anticipating the first game. You want to know what your team looks like, and sometimes that first game can help set the tone. Yeah, we'll know more than we do now. Yes. <laughs> What's it like? Uh, I think a lot of people, because y'all obviously got all the games home and away. What's it like during a game, just watching and just leading up to it? Because you're not only y'all ownership of the team, but y'all fans too. I mean, it's a uh, you, you kind of live through it during these games up in the up in the box. We we bleed through it. <laughs> we do. We live through it. Uh, we love the game. We're watching it very intently, and uh, we're having a lot of conversations back and forth. At the end of every quarter, they bring us the stats, and so we get to see the stats and see uh, quarterback ratings and uh, conversions on third down and hidden yardage and all those things we get to see, and so we're into it, and um, yeah, it's pretty intense. Cal has to remind me often that, Hannah, you may be on film, so please stop making faces and standing up and shouting. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to be aware I'm of that, I'm intense during the games. Yeah. I really uh, enjoy it. We're both very competitive. We grew up playing sports and team sports at that. So um, we love it. You have to love it, and uh, we live and breathe. Yep, we talked during the offseason uh, a couple times at, at events, and we were talking about, uh, you know, getting the fans on board and from what I recall I think bottom line is hey we got to start winning too it's it's about you know who we're bringing in and how we're carrying ourselves but it's about winning as well and you just kind of mentioned being the competitive nature that y'all have end of the day it is about hopefully starting to pile up some wins right that's exactly right and uh, start Sunday yeah. and uh, it continues it's a long season so you don't want to get too high or too low and keep battling and um you know, keep improving as the season goes on. And 
and um, Nick and Coach talk about a process, and they, they believe in it, and we believe in it. And um, it's kind of like uh, like a steam engine. Once it gets going, it gets rolling. We feel a lot of momentum, and we can't wait to see what's going to roll uh, roll out this season. Yeah, we're obviously not where we want to be. We want to be um, people talking about us being in playoffs, and uh, hopefully that's what they're talking about come December. We'd love to see that. But I think we've got a lot of really good young players on both sides of the ball with a great coach um, that's going to take us to good places. Y'all hired D'Amico Ryans, and obviously you know what the reaction's been in the city. It's, it's brought the buzz back in the city. And uh, When you look back at that process and the day he was introduced at that news conference inside, all the players showed up, the support. What, how did that make y'all feel from day one when y'all made that hire and made it a well, he stepped into those shoes, and um, he is who he is. He's very authentic, and we could see that through our process. And, of course, we've known him you know, for a long time on top of that. So it was really nice to see him just make that natural progression and step into those shoes and assume, assume the leadership that um, you know, he's worked and earned, earned the shot at it. And to see uh, all the people that he knew when he was here really – back him and the excitement of it and so it's been really really rewarding. I think it was confirmation when you see these former players guys who have helped build this organization and been here throughout the years really come and support it was confirmation to us and I think to the city when the fans watching what we were doing so intently um, that we are on the right track. He, he talks often this the other day at a Zeus conference uh, about the opportunity he has here in Houston being a head coach for the first time. And he says, hey, I, I love football, I love coaching the game, but I'm also more about as well, you know, helping these guys grow off the field, husbands, uh, you know, family guys. And I know that's the message I want too is this organization. And, and uh, it's, it's a lot about football, we know that, but it's a lot more than that too. It is a lot more than that because uh, there's a lot going on in the, these young men's life and we tend to focus as fans on what they do on Sunday for 70 plays or whatever they're in for. But really there's a whole year behind that and, and things are going through and for the coach to recognize that and embrace it and the players feel it. And so I think it's exactly you know, what, what we're hoping to do. And for a family, um, your, your greatest success is when you can all grow together. And I think the atmosphere here is family. We're all growing together. We're in this together. And we all have each other's backs. And that also speaks to what D'Amico is saying is that, hey, guys, we're in this together. And we all got to go together. So. The, the, the great group of draft picks that came in and obviously the first round, uh, CJ and, and Will Anderson, Jr., how pleased have you all been already, just the way they carry themselves? Everybody knows the talent we're going to see on the field, but it kind of goes into that uh, that same category, just the way they carry themselves on and off the field. Young guys stepping into the NFL for the first time. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun to watch, and it's um, it was really um, exciting and gratifying gratifying to see CJ be voted in as a captain as a rookie. St says a lot about who he is and how the team feels about him and how he earned the job and he's won the locker room and and that's a lot of fun and and then to see will out there and where the coaches are saying okay will calm down a little bit we got an offense has got to run some plays too so and i think we're going to see that on sunday from both these guys so uh, we're excited for that and, and really a bright future for them 
think part of Nick's process is really bringing in guys that do embody that, that leadership role. I mean, you have Petrie, who's a second year, who's also a captain. That says a lot about the guys that uh, Nick is bringing in through the draft process. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, all the work y'all done off, off the field with the foundation. Uh, I mean, y'all work hand, I mean, husband and wife, but you know, y'all are partners too in this as well. I want to talk a little bit about that and how proud you are of, of Hannah, what she's done with the foundation work and how that's continued to build year after year as well. Well, mom and dad were partners, and so that's kind of the model. Um, you know, we like to we like to follow, and they um, are such a great model. And mom's still my boss, and so uh, love her to death. And she she loves coming to the practices and games, and so uh, that is our model. And and she um, she was very involved, just like Hannah's been very involved in uh, in the foundation on the charity side, but also you know helping me uh, day to day at times and you know, working through things that we're working through constantly, and she's a great resource and someone I lean on a lot. So um, she's the world to me, so it's pretty awesome. Thank you. You haven't been involved so, so much with that. Um, I'm honored, really, that he uh, respects my opinion so much. And it's true, his mom and dad were true partners. Um, and I think I'm so blessed that Cal got to see that as an example growing up and uh, that he embraces me as his partner. I truly feel special. Um, on the foundation side, I think that's the heart of who we are as an organization is giving back. And uh, through the foundation, we can really show that we are about helping Houston and we are a family and we are about lifting each other up and creating opportunity by being champions for youth. We just had one of our big events last week and we raised almost 890,000, which is just a record. And that's thanks to everyone coming together for the greater good. So really love that we get to show our heart through the foundation. Yeah, the, the, the wins are nice, but success stories like that, I mean, makes it, hey. Oh, those last for. a lifetime. Yeah. They do. Changing lives. Yeah, you wanna, we want to win football games. But at the same time, we want to do it the right way. And we want to make Houston a better place. So we want to win, win, win thing. And uh, it's not being greedy, but it's just how we really want to want to ha handle it and see things go. I want to ask y'all a question. Just uh, you know, last few years have been tough when it comes to the wind column, and how tough has that been on on the two of you uh, as the you know two of the faces of this organization to kind of fight through that, you know, assure the fan base that we are on the right track as an organization. But you know, the last few years I would imagine have been tough in, in some areas. Well, Dad would say if it was easy, anyone could do it. So because it's tough, we, it has been a challenge, and we've been going through a bit of a valley, and sometimes you got to do that to get to the other side. And we were very confident in our vision, and uh, we just had to work, work through it, and we're glad the fans are there with us. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's like a steam engine with a lot of momentum, and uh, we can't wait to see where this, where this thing's going to go. Thank God. Most of that uh, is Cal staying steady and consistent and um, not letting things deter him from what he wants to see and what he wants to build. Uh, it's so easy to get bogged down in the negativity and just take it personally, but he knew that if he kept on the path and remained steady that he could make Houston proud and hopefully that we hold that trophy and 
we won't look back. <laughs> That's the goal. It'd be all worth it. That's the goal. Hey, y'all, y'all both know, obviously, with the potential changes coming next spring with the, the, some of the uniform tweaks, yes. I know y'all can't divulge much uh, of anything right now, but how exciting is that knowing y'all are pretty happy with what's kind of on the, on the table right now that could be coming? You know the fans are excited right now. So we, that's something that we've picked up from the fans. They really wanted to see a uniform refresh. And we took a look at our closet, if you will, with the four uniforms and the opportunity to have one uh, that speaks to each, each sort of segment. So we have more of a traditional one. And then we sort of branch out. And, and the other side is a little going to be really exciting to see how the fans react to that one. So it's fun. But a lot of tradition but a lot of what the fans have been saying they want to see in the uniform as well. If you're going to change it, you, I mean, you might as well go exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and we're thankful we had Doug Vosick joined us last year, and he's really helped lead the charge, um, challenging us to go bold. And we appreciate that because it, it truly does help us see things from all sides. And he's been wonderful. I got to feel the, can you sense from the, could y'all stay connected with the fan base? Do y'all sense the excitement from that end when y'all go out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, but we'll have us. tradition, yeah. and then we'll have some new some new things, maybe with a slightly different color thrown in there, but in a, in a very um, nice way, so respectful. And you can go and tell us right now if you want. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> hey, 2024. Last, as we wrap it up, just we're, we're sitting inside a, you know, Beautiful NRG Stadium. It's empty right now. Uh, next week, week two, this place is going to be rocking. Um, this is home. This is a home field advantage. When the, when you fill this place, it's a difference maker. And I know y'all want that to happen again. And hey, as we're speaking here right now, I think it's about to sell out close to it. Uh, what's that going to mean week two when y'all come here against Indianapolis? A sellout house, uh, Liberty White. Um, white white out you know wear your whites be loud bring that home field advantage back and uh we so we're excited about this sunday but that next week coming home is going to be really special our kickoff to the season so we're really really excited about that and um you know we hear often from other teams that when this place is rocking it's very difficult to play here so fans be quiet on offense, on defense, just get loud, get loud. Don't don't let them have any advantage over us. Let's take it away. Let's hear it. Yeah. It's going to be a great atmosphere. <laughs> Listen, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Uh, I know this is going to be a big year for the Texans and uh, on and off the field, you are doing so many great things. And of course, D'Amico leading the way on the coaching staff as well. So thank you all for the time. Hopefully a great season ahead. Thank you. Appreciate you. Awesome. All right, great conversation with both Cal and Hannah McNair. I appreciate the time. And, hey, that was a cool setting on the field there at NRG Stadium. Again, home opener coming up a week from Sunday. They'll open at Baltimore and then home next Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. Good luck to the Texans throughout the season. All right, uh, coming up now on the Houston Sports Weekly, we're going to take a break. When we come back, though, conversation now with – our insider for ClickToHouston.com and the Texans, Aaron Wilson. He joined me and Ari on Sports Sunday as we get you ready for the new season that kicks off on Sunday when Houston Sports Weekly continues. And welcome back to Houston Sports Weekly, everybody. Our weekly sports podcast here on KPRC2 Plus and ClickToHouston.com. Again, I'm KPRC2 Sports Director Randy McAvoy. The first segment 
You heard the conversation in depth with both Cal and Hannah McNair as they get ready uh, for this new football season that kicks off Sunday in Baltimore, the beginning of the D'Amico Ryans era. The excitement certainly is building. And keep your fingers crossed on the weather in Baltimore coming up Sunday as well. Uh, earlier this week, our insider for the Texans and does, does so for Click2Houston.com, Aaron Wilson, a stop-by studio, as he does often for Sports Sunday. He joined myself along with Ari Alexander and Chancellor Johnson as we talked all things Texans, previewing the season, uh, talking about the quarterback, the rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, running back Damian Pierce. On down the list, we also talked about how many wins they might get this season, our predictions. Here's that conversation as we continue to spotlight the Houston Texans. And uh, we are joined by our Texans insider. You know him well, Aaron Wilson, Texans insider for ClickToHouston.com. Everybody's saying, well, what are y'all holding right now? It kind of feels like class maybe in session here. <laughs> We're going to break these out here in just a second. But, guys, hey, game week is here. Mm-hmm. We've gotten through the preseason now, matter of days. One week from today, it all starts in Baltimore. It's going to be exciting. You think about game week. Finally, these games count. Finally, the matchups are something worth talking about. Preseason football, can't get too into that. And now, finally, and a tough opponent, too. You use the word exciting. I like to use the word energy. We've had it all offseason long with the hiring of D'Amico Ryans. Now, as you just yep. mentioned, it's time to play the real thing and see how their rookie QB, C.J. Stroud, looks in some actual regular season action. Texans fans will have to wait to get to NRG Stadium, which is apparently nearly sold out for the first home game. Week one, though, on the road. Baltimore, very, very tough. No breaks for the Texans. Yeah, week two will be the uh, home opener against the Colts. So, all right, we've each got a whiteboard here, guys. We we figured uh, going into the show tonight, we've got five topics we're going to kind of touch on. We're each going to weigh in and uh, have a little fun with it. So let's begin with the rookie quarterback, uh, C.J. Stroud. So much attention on Stroud, guys. There's really three guys, rookies, that are going to be starting quarterbacks from week one. So we're debating here who's going to be the top rookie Mm. quarterback when it's all said and done. Ari, we're going to start with you. and. We'll just kind of fire off our opinions here. What are you going with? So I got Bryce Young, and that's mostly due to I don't think Anthony Richardson is going to be it. I think if C.J. Stroud was going to be the number one pick, he would have been the number one pick. I think Bryce Young is the safer pick. I think Anthony Richardson, highest ceiling. Stroud somewhere in the middle. All right. I, I think Young's going to have a good year. I don't think any of these three are going to have, like, off-the-chart great right. years. I think they're going to be good. I'm going to go with Stroud just because I think when it's all said and done, the offensive line, I think, is going to be a little bit better than what they've got in Carolina. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud. Yeah, Randy, when you think about the three rookies, no one predicts Anthony Richardson's going to have a ton of success. Seems like the rawest of the two, or rather the three. And you think about C.J., I like the polish, I like the accuracy, and I like his ability to throw from the pocket. Just seems like a more traditional pocket passer, more equipped for rookie success. There you go. C.J. Stroud. Feels like a game show or something. I know, right? I'm going to go with (laughs) Bryce Young out of the Carolina Panthers. They named him the week one starter early on. They didn't wait as long as the Houston Texans did. I think they're going to give him the keys to this offense, and they're going to really let him run around and control that offense. They're going to swing the the rock around a lot. And so I think with with C.J. Stroud, they're going to run the ball a lot more. They're going to try to slow things down versus the Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young will be given the keys a little bit more, so I think he'll have better numbers. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Richardson also could be in that conversation as well. Develops a little bit under that uh, Shane Stein. Offense. All right. Uh, you talk about the running game, and I agree. Texans are going to run the ball crazy, I think, from the get-go. Leads us into the topic of Damian Pierce now, set to begin uh, season number two with the Texans. Uh, last year, finished uh, 939 yards, four touchdowns. He was hurt in week 13. 
if you really project that out to a full season, he would have been over 1,200 yards. So year number two, let's uh, throw out a number. How many yards do you think he's going to get? Ours? There we go. 1,500. They run the ball a lot. I've already drafted him in my fantasy draft, so I am rolling with Damian Pierce. I think he stays healthy. I think they run a ton. I think the O-line gets better as the season goes on. He is one of the best after-contact runners in the league. He might win a rushing uh, rushing title. I got Mm 1,500-plus on Pierce. All right. Uh, Chancellor, let's go to you. I'm not going to go as high as 1,500. I'll go 1,350, I think, as you just mentioned. They'll run the ball a lot, especially as we've seen previously in the Shanahan offenses. I, I think he stays healthy. He gets over that 1,000-yard mark excuse me, and gets 1,350 yards. Aaron's struggling with the legibility <laughs> over here. Yeah, <laughs> Handwriting, not my strong suit. Come on, Ryder. More of a typer. <laughs> Dr. Wilson over here. 1,409 yards. He oh, he's really good. Oh, okay. 1,227. <laughs> okay. And when you think about CJ's rookie year, it was cut short. Four mm-hmm. games left. He was averaging 72 yards a game. At my projection... He's going to be a lot higher than that this year. I like him for 1,409 exactly. <laughs> Maybe if you're out there listening, that's the number. <laughs> 1,409. Don't end up with 15. I, I love Damian <laughs> Pierce. Uh, we heard from him earlier in the show as well. Again, I think it's all about health. He showed what he could do last year. And this O-line's got to get the job done. I think they will enough. He's going to get enough carries for sure. I'm going to go with 1,275 yards, 10 right. touchdowns. I think he's going to go double-digit uh, touchdowns nice. for Damian Pierce. We should play this bag like the Price is Right and see who got close. Oh, I think we need yeah. to. Absolutely. All right, let's go uh, wide receivers, guys. You get, we were talking about C.J. Stroud. Uh, who's going to be the leading wide receiver for the Texans when it's all said and done? You've got options. Tank Dell. Dalton Schultz, you've got uh, Robert Woods maybe, somebody else maybe you like, but uh, mainly those three. Who, who do you think is going to be the top? Well, I'll start, I'll start things off. A lot of hype has been on a Ricky wide receiver, Tank Dale, but I'm going to go with Nico Collins. I think this is his breakout year that we've been wanting to see from him since he first got drafted to the Houston Texans. Uh, C.J. Stroud has uh, really relied on him a lot throughout the preseason. They seem to have really great chemistry. I'm going to go with Nico Collins, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dalton Schultz is up there as far as the top two pass right. catcher for the Houston Texans. Right. I also agree. Going with Nico Collins. You think mm-hmm. about Nico, we watched all the practices. Most frequently targeted. Mm-hmm. Guy that he relied on the most on sideline routes, jump balls, the contested catches. And Nico, if he can put it all together and be durable for the first time in his NFL career, yeah. I think he leads them in catches and yards. All right. I'm going to keep this short, too. I, I think they're going to use the tight end like crazy this year in this offense. I like all these guys. I do uh, keep my fingers crossed that Nico can stay healthy. That's going to be the key for him. But I like Dalton Schultz. I think Schultz is going to be the top target for the Texans. I think when it's all said and done, the tight end is going to lead the way. Rookie quarterbacks love to check down, and they love to check down to tight ends. I got Dalton <laughs> Schultz easily over 500 yards. He's going to lead the team in catches and yards. I don't necessarily yeah. believe that uh, Nico Collins can stay healthy or break out in certain games. I'm all in on Dalton Schultz. All right, two more quick ones before we wrap it up. Uh, Will Anderson Jr., the question we're going to pose now, can he reach eight or more sacks his rookie season? Can he get there? Will he be limited? Who's ready to go? Well, so let's start with Aaron on this one, Aaron. All right, I'm enthusiastic about this. A 10 for Will Anderson Jr., who celebrated his birthday this weekend. I think he's going to be NFL Defense Rookie of the Year. I think 10 sacks will get him to that award. Mm-hmm. And everything I've seen from him, I have no doubts about him at all. All right, Chancer. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, he doesn't get uh, eight sacks. I think he gets below that. I think he'll be very productive in this in this uh, D'Amico Lions defense, but I don't think he'll get eight sacks. I think he'll maybe be closer to that, around seven or so, but I think he has a real impact on this defense. All right. 
Eight and a half. I think he gets over the eight sacks. I think he has a good year, giving him an extra half. I think he's got a, a real chance to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. If it's not him, I think it's going to be a surprise, something that we wouldn't think of. All right. Uh, I think uh, he's going to get eight on the nose. I'm going to go yes on this. Uh, and then watch out year number two, I think, is when he really breaks out again, assuming he stays healthy and all. He's a big-time player, and he's going to be a, play a big role in this uh, Texas defense. All right, last question real quick before we run out of time. Uh, the season's going to start in Baltimore. How about the win total now? We've got to make our projections for total wins this coming season. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Who's ready? I think they're going to double last year's win total. Mm. They were 313-1. and one. This year I think they win six. It's a soft schedule. You play the NFC South. The AFC South isn't very good, and the Texans have an improved roster and a better coach in D'Amico Ryan, in my opinion. Yep. Six. I'm going to go one up higher than you. I'm going to go with seven. As you just mentioned, that schedule is sharp and soft. The NFC South division, that's, they stink. The AFC South division, they stink as well. I think they'll have a lot of opportunities to rack up some wins. And if you remember last year, they were in a lot of close ball games. I think they get over the hump in some of those, and they get seven wins this year. Maybe one of the surprises of this uh, NFL season. All right, all right. Got seven and ten for the record. Seven wins, but down here it says path to nine and eight, as Chancellor said. Their schedule is terrible. They have like 11 games against teams that they can beat. You go six and five and then scratch off a few more wins. Yeah. I can see a path to nine and eight, but I got them at seven and ten. All right. I'm going to go with uh, seven wins for the Texans, a marked improvement. Hopefully, they're in more of these ball games. It's all about how they can close and finish. And hey, maybe it's even a higher number than seven or some of these numbers we're throwing out there. We will see. All we know is it is go time starting on Sunday in Baltimore. Texans open it up against the Ravens on the road. Uh, Aaron Wilson? <laughs> Holding up that six. <laughs> hey, thanks for hanging out with thanks us. We look forward to coverage on ClickToHouston.com. Appreciate you, man. All right, special thanks to our insider for ClickToHouston.com, Aaron Wilson. Nobody does it better than he does covering the Houston Texans and the NFL as well. So, are you ready for some football? NFL officially kicked off, of course, Thursday night with the Chiefs and Lions, but the first full Sunday is coming up this weekend. The Texans will be in Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Weather could be an issue on Sunday. Hopefully the weather gets out of there before kickoff or gets pushed back to later in the afternoon. Uh, we will certainly find out. But it's the debut for head coach D'Amico Ryans. It's also the debut for rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. He has won the job. He will lead the offense onto the field in Baltimore. It's a 12-noon kickoff on Sunday. Home opener a week from Sunday, NRG Stadium. It's going to be a sellout against the Indianapolis Colts. Again, special thanks to Cal and Hannah McNair, also Aaron Wilson, and thanks for checking us out this week on Houston Sports Weekly. We'll do it again next week right here on ClickToHouston.com and at KPRC2+. Have a great weekend, everybody.